Let us praise God, everybody. Uh, lift our hands and give praise to our God. He is worthy to be praised. And I, I cannot stand here to claim holiness without the mercies of God. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, you tell me where would I have been? Amen. It is the grace of God. I get up this morning. Let me extend greetings to host pastor, to all God's wonderful people, to my good friends, the Robinsons. Amen. And my good friend, sister, oh Lord, sister Erica, being here too. Glad to have you all here worshiping with the Lord. But I get up this morning and was reading and trying to find a word from God. Because we need to hear from God daily. Not just Sunday morning, but daily. Because sometimes we only want to hear from God when we go to church. But some of the most and most beautiful way that God talked to us sometimes is not even in church. Is when you spend time with him. And I was searching for a scripture because a thought came to mind. Of how God will heal this man. But he could not see properly. God touched his eyes. But he still could not see properly. He got to get a second touch. But if you were to read that scripture, something God did and huge all. When this man came to him, he take him out of the company of everybody and led him into another place. Sometimes when God is about to bless you, he has to transform you from where you are to somewhere else. Not necessarily the building that I'm talking about now. God has to lead you to another place. Another level. From another company. From another friends. Not, and I'm not talking about church where you worship. Because sometimes God is a God to bless you. But the place where you are. He just can't bless you there. You've got to move to another place. You've got to get to another level to receive. So God take him out. But when God touched his eyes and asked him, can you see? He said, yes, I see man walking like a tree. So many times we get the touched. But it's not completed. The touch that you receive. Was not completed for whatever reason. So when God asks him the question. Can you see? He has never seen before possible. But he said yes. But I see men like tree walking. God knows that tree does not walk. So something got to be wrong with his sight. Sometimes when God gave you the first touch. And you think you know it all. 
until God completes the process. Because if you had walked away from God, He will not be able to see efficiently or clearly. So God recognized His position and said, I've got to give Him one more touch. How many times when God was going to bless you and complete the process, you get up and walked away and missed out on that which God is about to do. Stay there until God completes the process. It may cost you some extra hours. May cost you some extra minutes. May cost you more than you that you plan to go through. But if you are going to be blessed, you better stay there and wait until God completes the process. Oh, hello, Koshata. Oh, God of mercy. Excuse me, Pastor. Could I just take two more minutes? Listen to me, church. I just feel it in my spirit that God ready to bless some people. But they are not ready to stay there long enough until God, for God to complete that process. Hallelujah. Because you got the first touch, you think you can preach more than the pastor. You can preach more than the bishop. You think you're the greatest teacher. You better humble yourself and stay and wait on God. I've seen too many people lose it because of one touch and they think the process was completed. Oh, pastor, you're not even qualified to preach like I do. One man told me, he said, you don't understand it, it's too deep. I said, that's why you're lost. You're too deep. The word of God is not hidden from nobody. If you seek him, you will get that revelation. If you stay there long enough, you get the understanding. If you wait on God, he will transform you. Oh, hallelujah. Don't get up. Don't, don't, don't get up. Stay there. Don't move from that position. Stay there. Don't transform. It's not time yet. Wait. Something's about to happen. But God is testing your character. God finished testing you. He will elevate you. I don't need the pastor, the bishop, nobody to elevate I, I, when my pastor was about to ordain me and want to ordain me as an evangelist, I said, Pastor, you can't do that. No, no, no. You can't ordain me as an evangelist. You made a mistake. So why are you saying that? I said, because that's not what God told me. God told me I'm going to be a pastor. But you say an evangelist. 
He said, all right, wait. I said, I'm prepared to wait. Because if God said it, Shatakuma. If God said it, it will come to pass. So I waited until the process was completed. How many of you right now need to stay there? Kashato. The process will be completed when God is finished the job. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm certain I'm talking to a spirit. Stay there. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Stay there and wait on God until God lifts you up. Because you think you can see, but you're not seeing clearly enough. When God finished the process, you will not just see men like tree. But you're going to see men walking like men. God bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I'm listening. I hear. I hear. Hallelujah. Amen. Let him that hath an ear hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. Praise God. Praise God. We don't want to be like the guy, the pastor, the young pastor. Amen. Had a, had a church already. Wasn't doing too well. And somebody called and said, there's a church open. And if you want it, you can have it. A bigger church. Paid more money. More people. Amen. And he said, honey, told his wife, he said, we gotta, we got to find out if this is the will of God. And he said, I'm going to pray while you go pack. That's how, we do, that's how we do that sometimes. Praise God. It's like the, the guy who was on the roof many, many years ago. A tin roof. You know, the, the nails on the outside sometimes, the old tin roof. And the guy began, the roof was pretty steep, and he, and he slipped, and he began to slide. It was a very high building, and he was about to slide off the edge, but he cried out, oh, God, help me. And about that time, his overalls pants caught on a nail, and it stopped him. And he said, that's okay, God, I got this now. Never mind, Lord. God does so many things for us. But we have to get through. He has to get through this carnal, human, fallen nature of a mind that we've got to figure things. And we got it. No, we don't got it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to preach something. It's not deep. It's not, it's not something that uh, we've not, not heard. Luke chapter 12, verse 27 through 32. Amen. And try to, anybody want to hear a little word right we already heard some word anybody want to hear a little word here amen we'll try to do that and help us out here a little bit Luke 12 beginning at verse 27 we're all pretty much familiar with this consider the lilies how they grow they toil not they spin not and yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these if then God so clothed the grass, 
which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? This is Jesus speaking here. Verse 29, And seek not ye what ye shall eat and what ye shall drink, neither be ye doubtful of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God. Does anybody know what the kingdom of God is? Paul gave a description of that later on. He said the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not carnal things. It's not things that we all have to have a job and work for to get. Amen. But he said it's peace righteousness and joy in the Holy Ghost. So Jesus is telling us ahead of time, amen, to seek the kingdom of God first. Put it first. Amen. It's quite obvious that our society deals with a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear and a lot of pressure. And it's also obvious in the in that text Amen. There was a lack of faith in the middle of all the worry and all of the concerns. I think we can relate right here. I think Jesus is relating to us right now 2,000 years later. That's what humans do. Amen. That's the spirit of humanity. Problems on this side. Situations over here. Something else to pay for. Amen. Amen. Look around before I get going here. Amen. And especially if it's somebody that's just a guest here. Make sure you speak to them, wave at them, smile at them. Praise God. Amen. It is so good to see y'all here. Praise God. That's it. Look at that. Look at that. We got guests that's more friendly than some of y'all. Hey, come on, y'all. Great to see y'all. See the Robinsons back here. God bless a whole bunch of people back in there. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. So there will say, there was a lack of faith that was gathered around Jesus in the people, amen, as he taught them. He said, oh, right in the middle of this, oh, ye of little faith. He was picking up on their fears. He was picking up on their doubts. He was talking to people just like today who wants just a little bit of Jesus in a brown paper sack. Give me about $3 worth. And that's all I need. It's not enough to disturb me. It's not enough to mess me up. It's not enough to confront me with what I do and what I don't do. Amen. But fear and worry over many things that are unstable and unsure in our society. We have reason to do that. Amen. We don't know what the economy is going to do. They're printing money right now. And if you know just, just regular mathematics, you know that it becomes worthless alright you can't carry enough of it around to do you any good nowadays I got a stack of money hey y'all I work for three dollars a day in the cotton field three dollars and I remember when it went up to three fifty you could get a job pulling corn in the field and you could make five dollars a day I got a tractor driving job and made ten dollars a day Man, I was rolling in the money. I was like they say back in the day, I was in high cotton. I was doing all right. But you could buy, you, somebody says, oh, that's horrible. But I could buy my school clothes and buy new shoes. I remember my brother bought a pair of shoes that cost $10. And my brother that's just a little bit older than me, we paid 3 or $4 for our shoes, leather shoes. 
and he paid $10 for a pair of shoes that was in the 50s, by the way. I couldn't believe he paid that much money for a pair of shoes. Wouldn't you like to see those prices come back? Hallelujah. Amen. But, but, but folks, listen. We don't know what the money's going to do. You, you can make money, but, but inflation, that's what, that's what printing more money does. It creates inflation. Amen. And to me, that's just another tax. Amen. Listen, the, the, the financial, financial institutions are getting richer, and the poor can't pay the mortgage. That's how it goes. So, so what do we do? We stay nervous. We stay worry. We have worry on us. But our scripture text, amen, is a lesson about trusting God. That's what it's about. Do you ever just see a whole bunch of scriptures and you read through them and you read back through them? You know what? What he's talking to the people about is trust. He's going to put us through the test, folks, one way or the other. It may be your bishop or your pastor that puts you through the test. It may be the guy at work, amen, that you can't get along with. It may be a spouse, somebody you're married to that just puts you through the test. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got needs, folks. We've got things to pay for. We've got situations to deal with. But he's saying you've got to learn how to trust the Lord. That's what he says. Amen. That's what he's preaching here. So let, let me get back on our level again. Amen. We all face legitimate problems. They're real, folks, every day. But God is bigger than your problems. That's what we have to see. We have to get that. Isaiah 63 and 3, he said, To appoint unto them that mourn. Amen. That mourn in Zion. Zion is a type of the church. You know that? You see people come to the church. Well, it's a good place to come and weep. It's a good place to bring your troubles, cast them all upon the Lord. Amen. But he said, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Listen, listen, only a believer, only a believer can dance and shout and leap for joy. Amen. When they got all this pressure on them. I mean, I used to look at people and I'd say, man, they're running the aisles. They're just happy as they can be. They're just talking in tongues and they're shouting and, and just loving God. They must have it all together. Nope, they don't. They got problems just like everybody else. Pressures just like everybody. Can I get an amen? Amen. You don't wait till everything's, all the conditions just get right before you shout and before you magnify the Lord and glorify him and honor him and bless him. And let me tell you what else you'll do. When you start blessing God, then you'll start blessing your brothers and your sisters. You start loving God like you ought to, and then they go all look better. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Listen, you know what the Pharisees did? The Pharisees had the magnifying glass out on Jesus. Jesus was not against how holy they were. He wasn't against their long robes and their long... He wasn't against any of that. He was against their attitude of I'm better than you are. You know why? Because I do this, I pray my long prayers, I pay my tithes at church, I show up at church all the time, now that makes me better. That's what Jesus was against. That's why he said you're whited sepulchers on the outside, but on the inside you're full of dead men's bones. While the Pharisees were keeping score... Who's the holiest? Who preaches the hardest? Who's got the heaviest hand on the people? 
Amen. To survive in some churches, I mean, you have to wear your, you know, your crash helmet and the seat belt and everything. Because you got to come on up here to live right in this church. Can you imagine a preacher telling people, you can't come into this church unless you dress a certain way? Listen, let me just straighten something out right now. Let me just, let me just, you know, just go right to the point here, all right? I'll just be the bishop. Everybody is welcome in this church. Drunks, drug addicts, alcoholics, homosexuals are welcome in this church. They need deliverance just like the drug addict does. Yeah, come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. One guy said, I couldn't come to your church one time many years ago. That's when I was young and ignorant, more ignorant. I can't come to your church because there's too many hypocrites. I said, come on, one more won't hurt. <laughs> come on, y'all, let's be real here. None of us are perfect. None of us have it all. Listen, if we had it all right, you know what God would do? God would just take us out of here. You don't have to worry about nobody rapturing out of here. Since Elijah, he, he, you know, he was taken out in a chariot of fire, and who was it, Enoch? He walked with God, and then God just took him. You know what God did that for? He says for people that says, we don't know this rapture kind of thing y'all keep preaching about. Well, it never, oh yeah, it has happened too. It already has happened. And you know what? God's going to take us out of here. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we don't have to worry about that too much, all right? Because you know what? We're down to earth, good and solid, down on earth, dealing with all these things. Amen. Amen. But he talked about trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Amen. That he, that he, it ought to be in a capital letter, and that's what I do when I rewrite these scriptures. I didn't in this one. I typed it in the King James just a little bit, and he should have a capital letter on it. That he might be glorified. You know who's going to be in heaven? Somebody that's been glorifying God. Amen. And saying he gets all the glory for whatever I can get victory over, whatever sins, whatever issues, whatever problems. Amen. He gets all the glory. Amen. That's who's going. Amen. But the, he, Jesus had problems with the Pharisees because they took the credit. And you know what? Jesus broke many of their man-made laws. He did it on purpose. They said he and his disciples ate with unwashed hands. It was against the law. It, the scripture, it was a, and they had good basis to, to build something like that. It, you know, God was for cleanliness and holiness and righteousness. And here Jesus comes in, he and his disciples, and they ate, they didn't wash their hands before they ate. And the, and the Pharisees were right ready. Mm, I'm going to get him on, the, and they did. But God saw it, picked up on it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. He has promised to always be with us through every storm and every lion's den and every dark period in our lives, and that ought to be enough. He promised never to forsake us and never leave us to be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He loves us with all of our, our mistakes, amen, and all of our shortcomings. Amen. And ups and that he loves us. I don't know if you like that message or not, but I do. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Amen. I don't know why I'm feeling this. Maybe it's because you were here. Hey, Bishop, I don't know, man, picked up on that same spirit that you had. Amen. Sister Joanne, do you think for one minute or one second that God's not going to take care of you and bless you and help you and put his arms around you? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God's going to take care of you. He's going to bless you. Hallelujah. How, 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 can we, how, can we, how can we not worship him? How can we not praise him? He's done too much for us already. Hallelujah. Amen. The whole Oakley family. Hey, Brother Oakley. Hey, man, stand up. Amen. I'm going to just release a... Can I do this? Can I just release a blessing right now? Amen. Can I just release a blessing of power and strength? You already have it. Amen. But let me tell you something. It, it, it doesn't reside in ministry. It doesn't, no, 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 no. These signs shall follow them that believe. Are you a believer? I believe I can just answer that for you. Yes. Amen. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. Amen. I'm releasing that right now. Strength and power. Amen. And blessings. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to be all right. But it's going to be fine. It's going to, can I, can I got to praise the Lord out here? Can I get an Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I, I don't know I don't know why I did that other than it just felt an unction in the spirit to do that and bless thee. Listen, listen, they're here. You hear that testimony last week? You hear that testimony? I mentioned it right here. It's our praise service. Brother Britt headed this thing up. Beautiful music, beautiful praises. Amen. About what God, every single one of them, and that was a special one. It was just hardships. It was struggles. Some, they, they lost a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little baby. Now, you talk about weeping. I, 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 I do weep, but that was, that was one that I just could not have, hardly bear. I was standing right over here with some of our elders. Brother Green was with us. And you do this as much as I have over the years. You preach funerals, young, old, middle-aged, and you just do it. You just have to keep a straight face the best you can and help the folks get through it. When they roll that little casket in back there, Brother Harry, they roll out. I, I, I don't know who it was, Brother Thompson probably, with Smith. And I said, Brother, I said, I'm going to need a little help with this one. Weep with those who weep. It's a beautiful language that everybody understands. Amen. Did you hear me? Amen. An alcoholic, a drunk, amen, a sinner. You can't get far enough in sin that you don't understand what tears are saying. It says, I care. I understand where you are. I know where you're coming from right now. Or either I'm just with you. That's what it says. Amen. Sometimes we need to weep. Amen. But God's, God, God's left us some promises here. I'm going to have to hurry to get through this. I keep going off on these rabbit trails here. Amen. Can I get an amen out of somebody? Y'all okay? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, listen, there's probably people in this room right now that feels like you've been hung out to dry. Maybe somebody watching me on live stream. Maybe I'm talking to you. It's no time to sit down. No time, no time, to, no, no time to, to miss church. No time to see so you can get all the excuses you want. I'm just going to go by scripture. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Somebody, when you quit going to Walmart and food line, then you can quit coming to church. 
These same people who won't dare show up at church, you can see them in Walmart. And I've always claimed, I don't know, I'm just saying, you know what, we're safer than Walmart when it comes to COVID. I believe I can say that, all right? Amen. But some of you just feel like you, listen, this is where your victory is. I, I know that God can do miracles anywhere. I know. I know some of you preach that sermon. It's got 5,000 verses to it. God can move at home. God, I understand that. I believe that. All right? But the greatest miracles that God does is at church. It's at his house. That's why Jesus himself kept showing up at church. When he'd go into Newtown, you know where he'd find? He'd find the temple. He'd find the house of God. He was setting an example like he needed it. No, he was God manifest in flesh. He was the perfect God man. But he went to church. He got baptized. You think he, got, he needed his sins washed away? No. But he showed us the way. John said, I can't baptize you. I don't qualify for that. And Jesus said, John, to fulfill all righteousness. You see anybody hearing me? Amen. You got to do this, John. And so John baptized Jesus that day in the Jordan River because that's how you do it. Amen. Water and spirit. Water and spirit. That's biblical, folks. You can't take that. Somebody says they're false prophets. I said, yeah, it's not that they're preaching false doctrine. It's just they're leaving out a lot of stuff. And that's just as bad. Amen. Listen, some of us need a financial miracle. We need healing in our bodies, some of us. Amen. Then there are family members, amen, that we're praying for and seems like God. Listen, God says he's going to answer. Then you just, then you don't worry about it. Here's where we are. We put God on a timetable. We look at the what? Well, you know, I prayed for God to do this. And if it doesn't happen right away, then we, no, no, no. Listen, God lives in eternity. The Bible said he sits up on the circle of the earth. Amen. He, he doesn't live in time like we do. And so we, he said, he said some things, made some promises. Amen. That he would do for us. If you will ask, you shall receive. If you ask in faith. And then you just leave it alone. And when the time is right. That's where we mess up. That's what we don't get. All right? God doesn't have a, he doesn't wear a wristwatch. You think he's going to, oh, he said he was. Hallelujah. That's the end of that. We're done with that. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're afraid. We're anxious. And we're frustrated. Luke 12 and 22. Therefore I say unto you, do not worry. Amen. About your life. What you will eat, nor about the body, uh, what you will put on. Do not worry. How do we do this? Hey, listen, I, I, I can't really explain that. All I can say is just get as close to God as you can. Amen. T take it all to the cross. And that's where Jesus, that's where God becomes bigger than all of our worries and all of the prayer. Listen, you don't have to go where the pressure is pushing you. Oh, the pressure. Yep. Amen. Amen. Then, then don't forget after you go to the cross, then move on to the empty tomb. You know, it's empty. Hallelujah. And don't even stop there. There's another little tra trick to make. Back into Jerusalem and make a your way to that upper room where the Spirit of God was poured out. Second Corinthians 4 and 11. Amen. It might help us understand. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Praise God. You know, Paul prayed a prayer one time that I might know him. 
Now, we shout about this in the fellowship of his resurrection. We like that. But Paul didn't stop there. He said that I might know him in the fellowship of his suffering. There's something in suffering. Hallelujah, brother and sister Oakley. Something you get there that you cannot get anywhere else. And some folks get their feelings hurt and poof, they're out of here. They think that when they get the spirit, that it's just all good now. No, if the last time I checked, every one of the disciples were crucified except one. Peter was crucified upside down. Amen. Some of them were beheaded. Thrown in prison. Everything ugly happened to him. And the one that John, amen, he wasn't crucified, but he was boiled in, in a pot of oil. He survived that. So in other words, what are you saying? I'm saying they all had problems. They all had issues on this earth that they needed help with. And it was God that kept his promises and he kept seeing them through. And oh, I'm glad that he did. Hallelujah. In our anguish and in our suffering, we are manifesting Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh, but let's not forget. Amen. We not only manifest his pain and death, but remember there was a resurrection. If we're going to go by the types, I'm going into this. I'm going through this. But I am going to be resurrected out of all of this that I'm in. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the promise is. Amen. I don't know when. Amen. Amen. But you will you'll come out of that valley of despair. I'm just preaching some faith and some trust right now. The clouds will roll back and the storm will end at some point. I don't know when. Praise God. People who start setting dates always get in trouble. Popular people, they start setting dates and they become unpopular. It's like the coming of the Lord. No man knows, not even the angels know when God's coming back. Amen. Your sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I like what Isaiah said, Isaiah 61 and 3, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. Amen. The oil of joy for mourning. The oil always represents the spirit. You know that, all right? Get, you know, get rebaptized in the spirit. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost come upon you. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, amen, evidenced by speaking of the tongues, it's available, all right? That's how they got it the first time it came. That's how the first Gentiles got it. When they were called into council, like, what are y'all doing over there with the Gentiles, with Peter and his people? Amen. They said, we perceive that they received the Holy Ghost as well as we, for we heard them speak with tongues. And not only that, Peter commanded them to be baptized. We're, our doctrine is right, folks. Amen. You don't need to add, do this. You don't need to take away from it. It's wrong. Hallelujah. We can start getting holier, and everything we look at can be wrong. It'll be something bad about it. And we become the most controversial people. We can be noted for that. Amen. Or we can become the people who says, you know what? They're sweet people. They're tender-hearted people. They love God, and we feel the love of God around them. I'd rather that. Amen to them to know how strict I am and all the things that I'm against. Here's what I'm for. I'm for people getting saved, coming out of the dust and the dirt. Hallelujah of this world. Beauty for ashes. Amen. We could say beauty from ashes. We could. We could use it that way. Beauty from ugliness, good out of evil, and hope from hopelessness. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of us have a testimony right now that didn't get to testify. You've been through the meat grinder too, through the ringer or whatever you want to call it. 
Every one of us have a testimony. Amen. And we have to give God the praise. But, but, but again, here we are. There's folks who go through it and they're not here. Where are they? I don't know where they are. Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let, let me give us, I'm trying to quit here, all right? I'm going to spare you. Amen. I think we're okay. You ever look at a rose? I, I, you know, I, I almost, for years I hated to admit this, being a man. You know, men don't pay much attention to flowers. But the older I get, the more attention I pay to birds. I buy bird feed and feed the birds. You do that, you know, you know, and, and I like roses. They're beautiful, but do you know what they're nourished? You know what they, the roots of that? You get the darkest, uh, most, it seems the most rotten stuff to put in there underneath those roses. That's what it feeds off of. That's what it grows from. Amen. It, it, it basically is what it is. It comes from something had to die and create that potting soil for that beautiful rose to grow out of that. That sounds like some of us where we came from. Hardships, struggles, $3 a day working in the hot sun. Amen. To make a little bit of money to buy your school. You know, that, how, how can anything come out of that? Oh, that, that's where the good things come from. That's where the troubles come from. That's where the problems, amen, amen. It starts with a problem, and all the good things comes out of all of that. You know, I, I mentioned it earlier, Brother Nugent, uh, longtime friend, uh, bishop down in Lake Charles, amen. He said, uh, uh, you know, during those storms, they've been hit two or three times. Well, I mean, serious, serious head-on storms just devastated the city. And, of course, they live in a beautiful home, and, and out the back you have... Uh, you have uh, tropical stuff, you know, uh, kind of like down in Jamaica. You know, you have grapefruit tree growing out, and uh, I think bananas and all kind of stuff, oranges. I'd, I'd love to go there and visit them and, and sit on that back porch. They got screen, got to have screened in because of mosquitoes. And he said the storm, it devastated people. It just tore people's homes away and wiped them out. And, and it, it, he said, but I had plants in my yard that I really didn't know what kind of plant it was. I, I didn't know what a pretty green plant, you know, pretty well. But he said, after the storm beat us up, beat us down. He said, we looked out, and he said, those plants began to flower. Beautiful flowers began to grow from those plants in the aftermath of a storm. You know what? You know why it did? Because it just, it just hung in there, Bishop. He said, they're not blowing me away. Amen. The winds are going to come. The storms, guess what? They will come. You will be severely tested and tried. Amen. To see what you really are and who you really are on the inside. But if you'll just stay, if you'll just plant your feet, this is who we are. Amen. This is what we believe because the Bible said it. Hang in there. You will flower. Hallelujah. Amen. But that, that, that rose comes from basically you know, corruption. That's what the pond lily, laying on the top of that corrupt, muddy, amen. It, 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 you know, it's chased, it's spotless petals, look so beautiful, amen. But underneath is nothing but slime and corruption. But somehow there's a beautiful flower for the whole world to see. We ought to get this, folks, amen. You never notice, listen, I know about swamps. Now, down in, in, the, in the redneck country where I came from, it's a swamp. One day we were driving through 
Chad was about 12, and I was going down, and all my brothers were alive back then. Amen. And Chad said, look, Dad, a swamp. I said, no, 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 Chad, don't say, don't call it a swamp. Call it a, he said, what do you mean? He said, that's what, I said, no, it's a swamp. I said, because you, your uncles are going to all laugh at you when you say it and pronounce it like a swamp. I said, a Yankee does that, and a redneck says swamp. I ain't charge you nothing extra for that, okay? That's free. But, but I know about swamps. I know how you can go into some of them and you just smell the death. You smell the stench and rotting wood and rotting, amen. But, but, but you know what? When you look up in the sky and you see those beautiful white puffs, fleece, what they were, fleece clouds, beautiful clouds, guess what that is? That, that's, that's water, amen, and moisture that comes out of that nasty, dead swamp. You don't believe that. Well, listen, as a type, Sister Carol, been through it. Whew. Been through the ringer. Been beat up. Hallelujah. But you just keep coming. You just keep staying. Good things transpire. Hey, listen, listen, God's on our side, folks. God delights in taking little and making much out of it. I'm trying to quit it. Why don't we just go ahead and stand? Brother Britt, if you'll come up, make me sound a little more spiritual. Here's what we're going to do here. We're going to all come to the altar, all right? I'm not asking. I'm just telling you. We're going to all come to the altar here together. We're going to space, all right, keep our distance. Guests, some of you can come. We'd love for you to come join with us. Amen. We don't have no powder to put on anybody. It's just us here together. Amen. We're going to be together. Listen, amen. Just, Just come on and join us. Praise God. Listen, I'm telling you, God left us some promises, beautiful, beautiful, glorious. And you can look at things around you in the natural and find yourself. Oh, that's me. Came out of the swamp. Came out of the mud. When I was a kid, we'd go back into the woods, go off into the swamp country. We would hunt. We would fish. And once in a while, you get some of that mud on your feet and on your boots. It's the stinkingest stuff. Just horrible smell. It's just stirred up. You're down in the mud. We used to play in it. Isn't that ridiculous? But beautiful things come from that. And that's, as a church, this is what we have to understand. Listen, we talked about it. We said it last week or week before last in one of my messages. Jesus said there's going to be tares. There's going to be tares growing among the wheat. That's what he said. And he told us what to do with it. Brother Robinson, he said, leave them alone. Now, if it's a wolf, that's different. If it's a wolf, you just get your gun and shoot it. What you do? Be done with him. But if it's a tear... He'll just gather in the tares along with the wheat. Amen. And the reaper will separate them. And the tares will go into the furnace. And the wheat will go into the garner. But, but what we have to do as a church, I prophesied it here. There's going to be all kind of, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's post-COVID. I know they got another strain coming and I understand that. They're prophesying everything ugly and everything bad. Listen, let me just say this. We're going to win over COVID. We're going we're gonna to win over that. We, 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 listen. 
we're going to be try. We're going to try to be as sensible as we possibly can. Uh, you not be stupid about it. You know, we're going to be sensible, but but you know, we're not going to let it dictate what we do and what we don't do. And so, but but victory is promised. Hallelujah. Let, let me let me give you one more. Let me give you one more little scripture here. Judges 11 and 1, talk about problems. There's a man named Jephthah. Now, Jephthah was a mighty man of valor, and he was, a, and he was the son of a harlot. Now, that may not mean a whole lot nowadays where people just sleeping with whoever they want. It's okay now to do that. Not according to the Bible. Just live with somebody. Just move in. Hey, marriage license is just a piece of paper. That's what they say nowadays. But back in the day here, if your if your mama was a harlot, it it had it had just strong strong consequences. Amen. It's like Scripture describing Naaman as captain of the Syrian army, but he was a leper. Something wrong with it there. Talk about unfavorable circumstances. What I'm trying to do is make us find ourselves. Man, I, I, you know, pastor, I'll do that, but you know, but I got this, I got that. I mean, the child of a harlot was despised in those days. Literally, I mean, can you imagine that? The kid didn't ask for that, but he was despised. Some said that Jephthah's mother was an Ishmaelite. Some others said she was a Gentile. I don't know what all, I really don't know. I just know what the Bible says. The Bible says she was a harlot. And because of that circumstance, since he was illegitimate, he couldn't even go into the house of the Lord. Couldn't go to church. You're banned. That's what, that's what they had under the law, folks. Amen. Neither could his children, his grandchildren. I'm missing my grandkids here. Amen. They all have been in Arkansas on their way home. Missing my grandkids. Wouldn't that be a horrible thing to pass down to your kids and your grandkids? They can't go to church because of something your mama did. For ten generations. I never traced it back, but they know they said David, way, way, way back, he comes from, you know, the harlot, you know, uh, what was her name? Rahab. Rahab the harlot. You know, you trace David's ancestry all the way back to Rahab. And they said, no wonder. They said he was the 10th generation or just let past it. They said, no wonder, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He just, just passed that. Now you're qualified. Now you can go in. But, but, but we're, looking at, we're looking at circumstances here that hinder and harm and hurt and gives us all kind of excuses. Amen not to do what we're supposed to do. We justify it. But look at these people. Amen. Let's make sure we don't become victims of our situation. Jephthah didn't. You can do whatever you want, but but I'm going to get on up out of here is what I'm going to do. Praise God. I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm like the old blind Joe Duke. Amen. He used to preach and scare us half to death. Amen. He said, I don't know what you're going to do, folks, but I'm getting ready to get out of here. He's talking about the rapture of the church. Listen, but our circumstances often condition us to see our either good or evil. If we've been conditioned to see evil, if we've been taught to be prejudiced, if we've been taught and trained to hate, 
and dislike and not like. That's what we do after a while. Amen. But if we're conditioned to see good, then we'll see good. Amen. We've all seen it. Amen. We've seen people we know it didn't they didn't just think it up. Amen. But you know what? If you call a person something long enough, I mean he or she will live up or either down to reach that name. Why? Because we let circumstances rule us. We forget who we are and whose we are. But but someone gave Jephthah something very, very valuable. Hallelujah. It was a gift, I think. Amen. Regardless of his birth, each and every time his name was called, it was a divine inspiration. Hallelujah. Amen. Because Jephthah's name means God will set me free. God will set me free. Hallelujah. Amen. You might be thinking, what's that got to do with me? I'm still stuck in my predicament with all my troubles. Amen. I close with this, Revelation 2 and 17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it. Isaiah 62 and 2 and the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory and thou shalt be called by a new name amen which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Listen, this all sounds like something that the, that, that is beyond our human comprehension and, and something supernatural. Well I agree with you it is wasn't it Paul said that we become new creatures new creation well, who does that that's the spirit that does that that's the work of the spirit God's not asking you to do more than you can do he just asks you to do what you can do and when you get to the end of what you can do then God takes over hallelujah let's not let's not try to take over this thing but let's let God be who he is he's a loving kind forgiving long-suffering God and he left us some promises hallelujah he's here with us right now he promised that hallelujah he's the healer of all sicknesses all diseases no problem but he can't work out he has the answer to it already just hold on just keep trusting just keep believing let's put our hands together let's love him hallelujah I claim it, Lord. I accept it, Lord. I believe it, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not trying to weed anybody out. Not looking for tares. Amen. Not looking for demons. Praise God. I'm looking for Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody said, well, amen. I'm just waiting around looking for the undertaker. Amen. And a hole in the ground. The other guy said, no, 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 no. I'm looking for the overtaker with a hole in the sky. That's what I'm looking for. Hallelujah. You can do that. Praise God. I'm excited about God. I'm excited. About it's, and it's all about Him, folks. It's all because of Him. Nobody's going to get the glory around here but Him. Hallelujah. I mean, His church. It's His people. It's His truth. It's His word. He did the miracle. He lifted us up. He keeps blessing us. He keeps healing us. He keeps loving us. He keeps forgiving us. All you got to do is ask him and do it from your heart. The day that you seek me with your whole heart, he said, that's the day that I'll be found. 
in Jesus name God thank you today I release that blessing upon your sweet wonderful people I trust you God that you amen have your hand upon every single person in this building it was your idea that they come to the house of God amen man looks on the on the outward but God you said you look on the heart hallelujah down in the inside of that person you know their character you know who they really are in the name of Jesus amen and God you did all of that for a purpose and you do it all for a purpose amen to help and to bless and you're not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance it's all about you God it's all about you God we're going to allow you to move in this house amen we're going to allow you to bless us we accept it Lord we thank you for it God we bless your name for doing all that you've already done amen in the name of Jesus thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He gave him thanks. We ought to give him thanks right now. Hallelujah. He's going to take care of us. I said he's going to take care of us. He's our friend. He's our help. He's our soon-coming king. Hallelujah. He's the one I'm looking for, and I am looking to praise God. What a presence. Amen. I apologize for preaching too long to you. Amen, in Jesus' name. He's still on the throne, folks. Don't you forget it. He's as close as the mention of his name. Hallelujah. My old backslidden, prayed back through daddy, had gone through it, suffered, amen, horrible things in his life. Those last years of living for God, I never will forget it. Amen. I could hear him praying in the morning when I got up. I could hear him when he first sat up in the bed say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. It was that he understood that God was near. He understood that he could talk to him just like we're talking to each other right now. That's how it can be. But you may have to go through hardships to get there. You may have to do that where you won't take him for granted. Hallelujah. I'm, I know you're near, God. And I thank you for blessing your sweet people today. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, we love you. Anybody love the Lord in this house? Anybody glad for the Lord? He provides. Hallelujah, he yes. He keeps blessing. He keeps touching. He keeps helping. Hallelujah. I give him the praise. All the glory. Hallelujah. He can open up. This is for somebody. I don't know who. He can open up the windows of heaven. He promised that and pour out a blessing upon you that you don't have room enough to receive. My wife and I, Brother Swingo, we have this personal little joke. I've said it so much now. She says it back to me. Brought the mail in yesterday. I don't see your check. Going through the mail. She used to ask me when I'd say, did I get that check? And she says, what check? I don't know, any check. <laughs> you looking for a check for something? I don't care who it comes from, just a big check. I told her yesterday, brother, I said, you know what? I keep saying that and keep believing that. I just guess what? That check could get there. Somebody going to send me a check. That's- that's not a way to extract money out of you. That's not, um, that's not that what that's about. Hallelujah. That's, just, that's to say that God is in control. Amen. 
Amen. Not the bank, not the president. Right. But God's in control. We know that. We're a small number of people amidst the millions of people. But we know something that they don't know, that God is in control. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you today. Y'all got a song there? We can't leave without a song. Amen. We got to just bless the Lord here. Hallelujah. So good to see you today. So glad to be your brother. Hallelujah. Come on. Put your hand I'm trading my sorrow. Trade your sorrow. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. And we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Hey. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. And we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Hey, we say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. I'm first but not cursed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. I am blessed beyond the curse. For his promise will endure, but his joy is gonna be my strength. Though the sorrow may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my shame, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Yes, yes.
yes lord yes lord yes lord yes yes lord yes lord yes lord yes yes lord amen and we say yes lord yes lord yes yes lord yes lord yes lord yes yes lord yes lord yes lord yes yes lord amen Impressed but not cursed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond the curse, this promise will endure, that his joy is gonna be my strength. Though the sorrow may last for a night, the joy comes in the morning. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. And we say, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. And we say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my shame, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord, I'm trading my sickness, I'm trading my pain, I'm laying them down for the joy of the